It is important that we are not carried away. When people think of Christmas, probably in the United Kingdom, they think of Boxing Day sales. January 1st sales. I remember when I was growing up, we used to go to the warehouse where they sell. We get there 7 a.m. in the morning, they are kids. You go to Next Clearance, you go to Gap Clearance, you go to all these, all these, you know, TMU clearance. It, it, it's a massive queue. There's, there's nothing particularly wrong with that, but that should not be the essence of Christmas because there's more to that. Okay? So it is important that we are not carried away. Okay? We need to re examine our own reason for choosing this occasion and to remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? This is not a time for us to, to let our focus be distracted. This is a time for us to, in the midst of the celebration, the celebration is part of Christmas, but that is not the essence of Christmas for you and I as Christians. Because Christmas season, believe you me, I will celebrate. Alright? Christmas season, I will celebrate. I cannot wait. You know, for some people, Christmas season is rest time. No work for five, seven, eight days. They don't be sleeping and wake up, sleeping and wake up because for them, they've, they've gone past all these let's buy kids and all those things. Okay? So it is important that we as Christians, we need to use the Christmas season to bring glory to God and to joy and joy into others' lives. You know, when I was growing up, my in our house, we have a very big compound, very big house. Christmas season, my dad, my mom would cook and would give food to all, all our tenants. I think about 15 tenants or so. I would give food to all the landlords in the in our area. It's something I'm hoping to do this year in my area. I pray God help us in Jesus' name. You can also any mention for me. <laughs> because you know, you just remember it's a it's a season of celebration to give gifts. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I will get there. My anchor scripture this morning is Luke chapter 2 and verse 11. And the scripture says, I'm going to read it in the NLT. It says, yes. It says, the Savior, yes. The Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. For unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So we need to celebrate because something has come to planet Earth that will transform life. You know, I was just deep in this this morning. You know, if you look at the Old Testament, all the way to the New Testament, so many prophets, major prophets, minor prophets, and so on, they couldn't rescue the mankind. You know, it's a little bit like when you... Sometimes, as a parent, I ask my daughter to go and do something I believe she can do, but she just won't do it well. So I have to stand up and go and do it myself. And that's what God had to do. So, but before I go into the core of my message this morning, there is three things I need to understand from the scripture I read earlier. It talks about the Savior. It talks about Christ. It talks about the Lord. Christ was born to die. For somebody to die, they need to live. They need to be alive. Alright? So for Christ to be our Savior, He needs to die. 
in order for him to die, he needs to be born. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Alright, so for Jesus Christ, for Jesus to be Christ in our lives, we need to experience him as the Savior. We need to experience him as the Savior. And I believe, for as many of us who are here this morning, we have an encounter, we have an experience with God. And that is a necessity for you and I as Christians. The meaning of Christ means the anointed one. Jesus was born so that we can live a supernatural life and not just an ordinary life. Okay, Acts chapter 10 and verse 35. Uh, and the word Lord means master. And the truth is, we need to accept Jesus Christ before we can have him as our master. Christ who we pay the bill. He has paid the bill for our life. But we need to accept him to call him master. If we don't accept him, then he cannot be master over us. Also, it is essential for us to do that as we celebrate Christmas. In the midst of a celebration, you know, oftentimes, I will tell students that you might have really worked hard to get a first class. But if it's just hard work alone that gets people first class, that is, that is the God factor, that is what you call favor, that, you know, you don't see. But for us as Christians, once we get our result, in the midst of your celebration, you remember this is God at work. You remember the God factor. You have to always appreciate God. Remember the ten lepers. Only one went back to Jesus to say thank you, just to appreciate him. And I believe that we we'll always appreciate God in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, there are two essences of Christmas. There's two reasons why you and I as Christians we celebrate Christmas. Alright? Number one, the first essence of Christmas is celebration. Not just buying gifts, but we are celebrating the good news. We are celebrating the birth of our King. We are celebrating our Savior. We are celebrating our Lord. We are celebrating our Master. So why did we go out and you know you know buy all the gifts? For me, for example, now on Christmas Day, everyone in my family we must wear new clothes. I take it upon myself to make sure we get it done. I buy it for everyone. Okay, Scripture says that Scripture says I look to and verse ten says I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And verse 11 talk about the birth. So when somebody brings good news to you, would you not celebrate with them? Just dip it for a minute. When somebody brings, if I bring good news to you, the first thing you do is, oh, this is cause for celebration. Some people, they will say, oh, I want to, I want to appreciate God for this, for the good news. So they will, they will give God an offering. They will give God a seed. And that is equally okay. Okay? The good news of Christmas is worth celebrating for three reasons. You know, it, as, as much as we buy all the gifts, we have to know that we are celebrating the birth of our king. You know, we all celebrate our birthdays every year. Don't we? 
don't. We also, we all celebrate whether you, maybe when you are much younger, you do something elaborate. But now, after 30 something years of living, say, God, I just want to say thank you. You just make yourself one nice meal and you eat with your family. And that's okay. Okay? So, three reasons why Christmas is worth celebrating. Reason number one, it is a personal message. I bring you. So God is bringing you, to, as he's bringing it to you, he's bringing it to me. So it's personal. Number two, some people bring news, but it is bad news. It's not every news we hear. I don't watch news because most of the breaking news are bad news. I don't want to be depressed. So I just don't listen to it. At some point in COVID, I stopped turning on the TV, but there's no point. Every day people are dying, 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 dying. I begin to think, is this dead? Is it real or not? That's it for another day. So it is it is it's a personal message and it's also a positive message. Good news of great joy. And the third reason is it is universal for all the people. It doesn't matter who you are. Scripture says, when we are dead sinner, Christ died for you and I. Just did that for a reason. Why you are yet sinner, Christ died for you and I. How many people you help when you know they are doing evil? How many people you try to help some people and they are not serious? You say, you know what? You are not ready for my help. I'm moving on. But when it comes to life, Christ did not do that. While we are living in sin, He died for us nonetheless. So, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you have been. It doesn't matter where you are headed. This news is for you. It's for me. It doesn't matter whether your parents are born again or not. This news is for them. Just keep praying for them. If God tires, they will come around. They will become born again. And oftentimes, can I give you, can I give you a, a a free advice. If you have siblings, if you have parents, if you have anyone close to you who is not born again, the best way to convert them apart from prayer is your lifestyle. Let them see Christ in you. Does that make sense? Let your parents see Christ in you. When they are in crisis, bring Christ into that crisis. Say, Daddy, can I pray with you? I know you don't believe, but can I just pray with you? Daddy, since you told me this, that your work is, is, is not going well, I've been doing seven days fasting and prayer for you. Can we just pray together? It will not, it will not take long. Does that make sense? Let your life, your lifestyle, because you might be the only Bible they are reading. But that's not where I'm going. Number two, the second essence of Christmas is to celebrate God's love, the love of God. God's love is the reason why we're here. God's love is the reason why we wake up every day. God's love, the love of God, is the reason why we are alive. Scripture says God loves us so much that he left heaven. He came to earth as a man. So that we can get to know him and trust him and love him back. You can imagine. You can imagine you have a, a multi-billion dollars or multi-billion pounds 
empire. And the people you have sent to a remote country where there is no light, there is no electricity, there are challenges, there are issues. You left your comfort zone to come and to come and help them because of love. So ladies and gentlemen, God's going to celebrate that love. When you see somebody who is so busy and you are able to get five, ten minutes of your time, you appreciate it, don't you? When you see somebody who is so busy and you get to have five, ten minutes of their time, you appreciate it. I want you to picture God's love. Just picture it. God wanted to communicate with us. He came to become one of us. How many people can still so lose? Some people, they are so prideful that they, they, they wear shoulder pads like this. Even, even the way they walk, they walk with pride. You want to calm down. Does that make sense? So, Christ, God wanted to communicate with us because of the love of God over our life that he came to become part of us, to talk to us. How deep is that? Some people will not, some people, the moment they leave the area they grew up in, they never go back there again. But they feel like, I'm above that. You might be above that, but we should not forget our grassroots. The Bible tells about God's law in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 8 that God is love. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verse 1 tells us about the meaning of love. What love is. Love is kind, love is patient, love is love is that. And verse 13 of that chapter says out of these three love, faith, and hope love is the greatest. And that's 1 Corinthians. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 8 says God is love. So everywhere you see love in the New Testament, remove the word love and replace with God. Because nothing is greater than God. So that scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is a description of God. Because God is love. And that's why when I see young people say, oh, I love him, I love her, and they end up breaking up, they end up that, you never love in the first place. You don't even understand what you're saying. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love, love endures. Love, love. Anyway, I'm not going there this morning. <laughs> All right. You see, just think about this before I end up this message. You and I, we are created as an object of God's love. Do you know that God was thinking of you and I even before He created planet Earth over two thousand years ago? I don't know about you, but those of us who are married here, yeah. before I married, I was not even thinking about children or are they, the name of my children does not even come to me. Name. I'm enjoying my life, so I go and be giving my children's name when I'm single. It is when you enter marriage, okay, let's begin to plan for our future. Some, you know, some of us enter marriage and God just bless us after, seven, after nine months of marriage. We didn't even get the time to really enjoy properly. Like they say. But God was thinking of you before he made the world. In the, in the Garden of Eden, in the book of Genesis, God was thinking of you and I. Just did that for a reason. For a minute. You know why? Because God's love is unconditional. God's love, this love that we're talking about is unconditional. And because we are human, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot, what's the word now? We cannot compete with God's love. We cannot. 
we cannot compete with God's love. There is nothing you and I can do that will make God stop loving us. We saw example in scripture. God gave Jonah an assignment. Jonah woke up and he went opposite direction. But God didn't give up. God called Moses. Moses gave God five reasons why he couldn't go and sit in Israel, you know, in Egypt. But, he, but God never gave up on him. And there are many examples. Even Samson at the point of death, after many disobedience. You know, the story of Samson shocked me the most because when Samson met Delilah, everything, Delilah would ask Samson, what's the strength? Samson would tell her, she would try it. It wouldn't work. She would not oh, you don't love me. If you love me, you tell me. Can you not tell? It, it, it happened five times in the book of Judges. Don't tell that this lady is up to something. But I want to encourage us this morning that as we celebrate Christmas, let us celebrate the birth of Christ. And let's express the love of God. And one of the ways we can express God's love is not only to give in church, it's to also give to the needy. You know, I went Christmas shopping yesterday and I decided to buy Christmas card because this year I want to be intentional. I got some lousy neighbors. Before everywhere I've lived, my, my neighbor hardly knows me. But I want to intentionally give them Christmas cards. And you know, and, and you know, in countries like this, even the Christmas card goes a long way because it touches people's heart. So I want to encourage you, as we celebrate Christ, as we celebrate Christmas, in our hearts, in our homes, amongst our people, let us celebrate Christ. And let us, let us express God's love. Because oftentimes, you, you might be the only Bible people are watching. You know, one time, one of my neighbors called me. We moved in there about a year ago now. And they called me and they said, what do you do? We see you every day. Some days you dress smart, you like, you, are, you know. In fact, the guy is, the guy is Jamaican, but he's Caribbean anyway. I don't want to generalize. And he, he, was, he was smoking something. He wanted to give me something, I don't smoke. He wanted to give me a drink, I said, I don't drink. So who are you? Because in the, in the area, people come, and nobody has visited me. I have not played loud music, they have not seen party where people are drunk, police have come. This guy in this area, it's only your house that is peaceful. Everywhere else, I say, well, what do you think? In fact, they asked the point of, oh, what, what did my wife do? My wife wears different uniform every day. I'm telling you, they gossip a lot. So I told them, I'm a man of God. Oh, I see. And they said, pray for me. I said, I'll pray for you. So I prayed for him. You know, but it's important that we express God's love. You don't need to say a word sometimes. Let your actual speak for you. Let us rise up on our feet. As you enjoy the season of Christmas, remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for the season. Just remember that. I want to pray as a God. As I celebrate Christmas, I don't want to lose sight of the main focus. Just, just, just speak to God. Because of course, 
when the season of Christmas comes, sometimes people, in fact, some people, Christmas time is family time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it is important that as we are celebrating our families, let us, let us celebrate Christ. Because the birth of Christ is as important as the death of Christ. For 33 years, he left his throne to save mankind. Just ask him, just speak, just, just speak to him this morning. Masuta rekete go shanide go lepa kusa kete brikoto lekete leka kase kete go shanide go lepa so kete go shanarabaneba. Just say God, help me not to lose focus. Help me to to remember the essence of Christmas, so that as we celebrate Christmas, for those of us that have families, we can begin to teach our children these things. The truth, so they know. No matter what is being said out there, Jesus is the reason for the season. You can imagine, he was born in the manger. It was so cold. Oh my days! It was so cold. He wasn't born in a fancy place. Lord, even as we celebrate Christmas, help us to keep focus in the name of Jesus. Help us to always remember that you are the reason for the season. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.